0: Breath Hub.
1: Take a deep breath. Deep conversations are starting.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Deep Conversations by Breath Hub. I have an amazing man here. He's cool <laughs> and he's handsome.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll
0: let good. you introduce yourself because this is how it goes, and then we'll,
1: okay, we'll cool. dive deep. Um, Oh hello, and hello, and um, yeah, my name's Andre Lopez-Turner. Uh, what can I introduce myself as? Um, I'm um, in, in the Breath Hub community and very grateful for that. Um, I have a sports science degree and a psychology degree. Um, I've worked in the humanities for 18 years, um, youth work, criminal justice. Uh, group work therapy with um, mainly recovering addicts who are um, criminally minded in the criminal Mm. justice system inside Mm. and outside of prison. Um, I've written a few books, I do the odd podcast. Um, I have my own kind of um, uh, burgeoning uh, company called Body, Breath and Mind. I wanna work on the body, the breath and the mind. Um, I'm from New Zealand, um, Aotearoa, New Zealand, which is the Māori name for New Zealand. Um, you know, I've done a lot. I'm not, I'm not yeah. a big self-promoter. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, probably the hardest, hardest question you would yeah. ask me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I've, uh, what else? Uh, I did restorative justice facilitation in the New Zealand um, criminal justice system, but I didn't practise it, but mm-hmm. um, I qualified in it. Um,
0: I would actually love to hear more about that. Like, mm. how does someone get involved with that work? Because I think we're all—I <laughs> think—with our past journeys and with our own original story, we kind of like get you know, attracted to certain kind of people. Mm. So, what was what was the thing that drew you there, your attention and forward mm. towards there?
1: Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I think. Um, Apart from, uh, you know, on a cultural level, being a New Zealander, um, you know, self-promotion is not a big a big one on that one. so what drew me into um, working with people, drugs and alcohol, youth work, criminal justice and restorative justice, um, which I trained in but didn't actually do because mm-hmm. I left the country.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what did it for me, I think? Is wanting to be useful, so that purpose idea mm-hmm. uh, here that you're very strong about, um, wanting to be useful, make a difference in with people in communities um, uh, impoverished, disadvantaged, and injustice. So I'm very lucky in the sense I come from um, a mother who was a uh, what you could call a strong radical feminist, mm-hmm. um, so that kind of would have unconsciously played out for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. My dad, who was a poet laureate, and also into massive green issues to this mm-hmm. day as an NGO, um, so that would have had yeah, an effect.
0: On sure, me. Yeah. Sure. Um,
1: an auntie who's a Sikh woman who was the mayor of our city. For nine years, and during her nine year tenure, half of it I was just a hedonistic,
0: yeah,
1: dumb, sort of try hard <laughs> uh, surfing student. I no, yeah. <laughs> so should have been more, yeah. but that you know, um, I woke up to the world and its injustices, um, after uh, I'd left university actually, um, because of recessions, and yeah, um, yeah. What's kind of happening here? So these kind of things, I think, uh, play out. Um, my uncles, um, international sportsmen, but always interested in social justice issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when that happens, you sort of, yeah, you starting. kind of get shaped unconsciously, yeah, yeah. unconsciously. But maybe it's also me. So that drew me into, um, you know working with and for people, I guess. Initially, initially, sorry, initially as a, I kind of was really into sport because in New Zealand everyone wants to be an all-black rugby player and <laughs> a netball player.
0: Okay. Right? Yeah.
1: And, you know, I think, I think you would really like um, that idea of, you know, men, guys, boys go, the you know, the netball team is... Is very big, like it's on night TV. It's live and that kind of thing. They're those two journeys, you yeah. would be a rugby player, a nuke ball player, <laughs> or a cricketer, yeah. and then you realise that you know, um, yeah, you, know, you don't have certain capabilities to yeah. get you there. I play quite a high level of uh, cricket, but you know, Anyway, so these kind of things is that sort of a, a kind yeah. of a roundabout answer. No, um, yeah. So you're
0: that. you're kind of like you grew up in an environment which is very humanistic, I would say, and, mm. and that led you into caring for him. I and mean, what I see in the story is all about, I think, I'm also a strong believer that we are all breath workers and teachers, people who are, mm. f- who very much care for humanity because it's not an easy task. It's not an easy, j- I mean, mm. like, especially... You know, your thing being interested in supporting criminals and it's not an easy task. It's mm. like it's not a path everyone chooses. <laughs> like it needs a huge human yeah, human human side and also a huge heart and mm. dedication and
1: mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, yeah, you can I can identify with the sort of uh the light level of substance abuse that you do, well, we did as um, teenagers in our early 20s. So that drew me to the, you know, the drug and alcohol work. Um, then alongside the, uh, I did a paper in, in Māoridom, mm. uh, in University of Māori paper, just one, but I always had a strong affinity um, you know, with the, the Māori people and unfortunately um, you yeah, know, they, they've suffered through colonialism and things like that, I guess. And then you're right, New Zealand is, um, is a very, very uh, progressive place. I think 1893, a uh, woman had the vote, which is the first place in the world. Um, I remember going to see that film on the suffragettes a few years mm. ago and I was sitting there all through this film going, oh, this is annoying me a bit, hang on, what's going on here? This is, um, you know, about the English and Emmeline Pankhurst. I'm thinking, we did this or they did this a long time ago and Love then it came day. to the credits and yeah, it went through yeah. all the countries. So um, there is a real progressiveness in there. Um, you know, some people, uh, the treaty that was signed between the... Effectively, the English and the indigenous people, the Māori people, you know, it's argued over, it's fought over. It's relatively progressive, actually. It actually hands, it says the country is yours. I mean, there's a certain activism and Māoridom that would tear me apart on certain levels because they would hate it and say it's really, really bad. But if you look at the around the world. You know, it's it's progressive. We have Maori in our um, education system now, and these these kind of things. So I think oh, and New Zealand um, went anti nuclear in the early '80s. Uh, you yeah, know, I was like a little kid, but that you know that had a significance, and we had almost a civil war about apartheid with yeah. South Africa and rugby. So in many ways, New Zealand is uh, very progressive. Now we've got a female prime minister, and I think Jacinda is our third or fourth female prime minister. She's 37. Yeah. Um, so it is a progressive place like that. Yeah, it is. And I think yeah. that, yeah, that, that
0: kind of all that. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean yeah. everyone does yeah. humanitarian <laughs> work yeah. or yeah. whatever. Yeah, you know, of There's course. all sorts of people yeah, there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, so how did your work evolve? Now you're doing uh, mind, body, breath.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so... I think about three years ago uh, I... I um, I'll be myself. I'm a political. Yeah. And person. and
0: by the way, I, I watched your your session you did in. You oh, know, really. Yeah, it's all circus. You're just so much in that connection or in that mm-hmm. space, like vibrational space. It's amazing. Oh,
1: mm, thank you very much. So my thank question you. is, how
0: did you get there? Uh, yeah.
1: Um, well, in terms of the breath work and uh, the sort of maybe spirituality, etc. I think it really first started for me in about 1999 when I first went to India. And, you know, the India is a whole cliché, isn't it? You go to India yeah. to find yourself and all of this. Yeah, you know, it's a big cliché. I was going there because <laughs> of my Sikh family.
0: You go I, to India and you're like...
1: Yeah. And, and I was very <laughs> worried, actually, at the time about my girlfriend at the time because I kind of thought, oh, my God, am I going to lose her to, you know, these... These interesting cults And I saw that Harvey Keitel film, etc mm-hmm. But it ended up being me That kind of got interested in that When we went to Dharamshala, uh, Where the Tibetan government in exile was And although I at that time Very much looked the part uh, Of these kind of, you know This um, hippie ideal That people were talking about I found that we didn't share those values It wasn't about hedonism and um, partying and drug taking, uh, we, well I, um, got really immersed in the Tibetan government exiles like language program, it's recycling program, and it's Buddhist education program. And that's kind of where it started. I learned to meditate there. I got a little bit of the pranayama knowledge Uh, And I kind of introduced it um, it, when I did 18 years of running group work therapy in the criminal justice system and community drug and alcohol rehab centres. Yeah. Um, You know, I had a short stint as a personal trainer before that, and this is in New Zealand, and I was always interested in – and breathing, because I thought I was a terrible breather. You know, I was always holding my breath. I
0: think we all were yeah. <laughs> before we started.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, and then and then about I used to introduce it into some of my groups in the criminal justice system and working for NGO type of um, organisations here. And back then, this was you know mindfulness meditation. You think breath was seen to be. It didn't happen. Then it came gently into the system, mm-hmm. but then they didn't really like you doing it. Yeah. But I used to do it on the sly, mm. uh, secretly. But then I because got, it's
0: so powerful, right, to help yeah. people and amazing to connect yeah. with themselves, with their true selves, mm. get out of their stories. And I don't know. I have worked with some people who mm. had addiction problems as well, and also with uh, orphanages a lot. You know, with girls and children, and mm. yeah, it's just amazing what breathwork can do to just move them mm. out of their past stories and mm. to connect them with the moment and who they are in the moment. Mm-hmm.
1: It's amazing to watch them,
0: <laughs> like them. T- it's kind of like them taking their hat off or jacket off, you know, hat off, jacket off, or just mm. just. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I envy, I envy you on that level. Envy is a bad thing to do, mm. but, you know, I'm saying it in a different way um, because just to get, and I call them my guys, mm. same, because mainly it's guys. Yeah. And yeah. these com- it's community drug and alcohol centres. And... I got a men's group, which was against the system as well. They didn't mm-hmm. like that. I said, we have a woman's group, you know, come on, we have both, but, and they will never turn up. And, and we didn't get as deep as you like mm-hmm. that or with any kind of breath work. I mean, uh, and meditation, but to get mainly guys to sit down and meditate and just concentrate on their breath what is uh, an interesting task. So h- how I would do it would be say, listen, you know, because the whole stereotype is it's for um, you know really soft guys and you know uh, the derogatory slurs, etc. And I would always say, look, if Mike Tyson does this and Anthony Joshua does this, That's and brilliant. some of these really cool dudes do that, let's just give it a try, you because know? they're not like wimps or anything you know Mm. and and anyway and ancient warriors used to do all this kind of stuff so we didn't get as as deep yeah I think that's that's why I worked with yeah the
0: reason I think is why you know I worked with children because Mm. they are much open and they like I mean orphanages you know people I mean children in the orphanages are more like I think they don't feel safe and they're kind of like, they arrive to the session, they're half listening and they're kind of like, what's this shit all about? Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. with that energy, Mm -hmm. talking among themselves. Mm -hmm. And and then because they have to give it a try, then we start breathwork session. Then with like in five minutes, they get into this. And then they leave their, like I said, jackets and hats and everything from the past and Mm -hmm. they finish the session as pure as it gets, mm-hmm. you know, with loving eye. I love it. I just, I just love the experience, just waking them up with loving eyes and <laughs> saying, thank you, you know, <laughs> getting back to their selves. Because right. there's, I think with, with, uh, with um, well, I didn't work with any criminals, but mm. with that, I suppose, is also the, the whole past story they can't leave behind. Mm. It's kind of like it's on them. And if they could... Because in the moment, Mm. they are us, you know, Mm. they're they're just not different from any of us. It's just something uh, they did or, Mm. you know, if they could fully leave that in the past and connect with themselves in the moment, I think Mm
1: -hmm. that would
0: be such a healing, (laughs) huh?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think um, it has me uh, pondering, really, like, at that time, that was I left that about four years ago, I think, because of the the politics of austerity in this country, which took like seventy percent of the funding out of youth rehabs and you know, yeah. centres that yeah. we know about. And I hadn't really, you know, really got the grasp of you know breathwork like I do now. Which is you know evolving because I had basic staff, so I took a pranayama, breathwork mm. course, and I would do it very differently with um, you know the guys, mainly the mm. guys, <laughs> um, uh, because I would you know th- this is drug and alcohol related petty crime, okay, and yeah. You know, as we know, we can do lots of breathwork techniques for stimulation. So, you know, I'd think of, you know, the guys who are taking a lot of crack cocaine and cocaine. You know, they want to be stimulated. That's what they really want. So we can do stuff, you know, bus yeah. streaker, yeah. breath of fire. We can, you know, we can do the tumos and things like yeah. that. That's, but I didn't know that then. Uh-huh. I, you know, this was, yeah. you know, like yeah. four or five years ago. Um, I was all about just, you know, relaxation and mm. tidal stuff and now i'm thinking just live and direct like we're mm-hmm. doing and then i'd be thinking well you know the heroin the heroin guys you know they really heroin is a killing pain and trying to relax so you know we could do you know box breathing and warrior breathing yeah and other yeah. kind of things that, um yeah you know, i would have been a bit more effective i think mm-hmm. what i'm saying yeah uh, yeah you know uh, yeah. back there, when you think um, back or you know but you're always, you know, learning and evolving yeah. and, and things like that, you know. But mm. you know, your work is uh, more multifaceted as I understand with children and women and I watched your goddess yeah. piece the other day. Yeah. I was on the Instagram. Uh, yeah. uh, it was great.
0: Yeah. I've been I've been working that. mostly with women. Yeah. And children mostly with women because it's kind of like it is the time of the Shakti, you know? It's mm-hmm. just the awakening of the goddess and the feminine energy it's amazing to watch that Mm. and still many women need that and and sometimes it's like with men and women i mean it's obvious that men and women are different (laughs) venus and mars you know obviously (laughs) but the thing is i mean i don't i don't actually like when people talk about like the world is a man-dominated environment because i don't think it's man-dominated i think it is because of the male energy that it brings, the Shiva energy, it brings structure and system, men had to do this whole system because women can't. Hmm. Like I I watch the whole politics, for example, or the economy, or I mean, it's like, I don't, I mean, this is like sincerely, I hope everyone can connect with that and say that out loud. I can't even understand what these guys are after or speaking about. It's like, it's really, I mean, like the song, it's a man man's world. Yeah, and right. that's yeah, the yeah. truth. The whole system and the whole structure. And that's okay. Mm. The, the problem was that I think we women, instead of tuning in, stopping. And that's, I think, because of the whole whole war generation, after the war generation, the women were also forced to, mm. you know, work hard and stay in action because we forgot to stop and connect with the goddess energy, our real power, mm. because we tried to function with man's rules and systems. That's mm. where we got dominated. Mm-hmm. It's actually, I don't think man wanting to dominate woman because I sincerely speak with men. Men don't have that need... So I I haven't, I mean, that's my own journey. Mm. Even in Turkey, the east of Turkey, anywhere in the world, I didn't meet any man yet who says, I want to dominate woman, you know. (laughs) They don't have that need because Mm. they already know. I mean, as a man, you would relate to that. Mm. You already know you have more physical power. You can you know, kick a woman's ass if you want it because she doesn't have that power. Like, why would you want to dominate her? I mean, for men, I've been interviewing men sincerely and they're Mm. like, why would I want to dominate women? Mm. It's like, it's just, I mean, they're already like, you know, more innocent and naive and, you know, they don't have the power we have. So it's all Mm. about (laughs) women not tapping into their own power. Mm. And when I saw that many years ago, I said, Mm. I want to help women, just stop trying to function with man's rules, mm. but learn how to gain back their real power, which is the feminine power. It's mm. not a power like man has, physical power. It's more spiritual power. You know,
1: it's yeah.
0: more shakti. It's yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's it's really interesting. I mean, yeah, I listened to that and um, watched it, and I and I really enjoyed it, and I liked it, and. As a man, it made a lot of sense. I loved when you were talking about, you know, not, not fighting, you know, this not yeah. fighting um, dynamic and, and I, I mean, I subscribe to that too. I mean, I, I'm just, yeah, I had a men's group in the east end of London for about eight years in well, this tenure and it became an incredible uh, thing uh, we had like thirty to fifty guys coming in every week, and you know the authorities were like, "This can't happen, this won't happen." And we had a really vibrant women's group, mm. and um, but it was a lot smaller, and and but that reflected the you know the stats. And I remember, yeah, you know, we're in we're in this group, and yeah, you, know, you look at these guys, and they, you know, they they look quite intimidating, and they can be quite scary looking guys. <laughs> but I always see them as like angels, right? And it was incredible what used to happen. Um, And people just wouldn't believe us. You know, they just wouldn't believe uh, what would happen. Like, for instance, like it would be – it was a common thing. It was just a common truth that the men were all emotionally not strong, which is why they were – on. There. You know, yeah. Drugs and alcohol problems yeah. and criminality, right? Yeah. And guys would be like, well, I'm the hardest guy on the planet. And it'd be like, eight of them say that, yeah, well, we've all been there, haven't we? Yeah, and we've done all this amount of time in prison, all these kind of things. But he'd ac- And they would say, but actually, we're just wimps. And
0: yeah. people go,
1: no, no, you're making that up. Yeah, that can't be true. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 that's not right. You know, you guys are just trying to extend this program or whatever again. No, 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 no. This is true. this is true. No, this is true. Um, and then we had wonderful cross-cultural things going on, which in London's very exciting, you know, like um, yeah, we had three or four Somalian guys and four, like, guys that were ex-football hooligans and they were all discussing just how pathetic they were and how violent they'd been in the past. And thankfully, not towards women, but to... Know, other men other things yeah. and and people would never believe us um, so I guess in a roundabout way I'm kind of saying that um I think out there in society there's so many things that we read about in the paper and we see on TV and they're just not true
0: yeah we are know, conditioned they are not um, true yeah
1: and yes men have that awful um you know, ability to be aggressive and violent, and sadly, they do do it to women yeah. at times, and they do it to men at times. But I don't think that's the real, real, um, you know, thing. Yeah, you know, organised boxing and yeah. organised fighting and this kind of is an outlet for that kind of stuff. But men don't want to fight each other either. That's why no, they really yeah. appreciate someone coming in to to break them up you know yeah. you see a referee and and yeah. football the referee and you know that they, they you know like yeah. that cuz they don't want to fight but then they you know yeah. the pride that they don't have to back down yeah. We don't have to back <laughs> down but yeah. yeah so but the women's group was used to have more fighting in it
0: yeah, like with, with verbal, fighting. verbal, yeah, yeah and the, yeah.
1: and our ladies who facilitated the group used to come back and they were kind of like hammered for the rest of the day. Well, we were too, but they were like, and I didn't. I th- I thought, well, again, they wouldn't. They couldn't. Um, believe that the men's group was really harmonious and peaceful. But the women were... Fighting. fighting. And, I mean, tell me if I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah I'm right or wrong. I'm sure th- I'm yeah, wrong. But, but this yeah. lady once had said, well... She says it's because the men all realize that there's a few top alpha dogs and there's a couple of physical big specimens that could hurt everyone. everyone's sort of no. nice and cooperates, yeah. right? I don't and the think ladies so. are all fighting each other about, you know, how they look and, and what they're wearing and, and this kind of stuff. And, and the men don't do that as much or something. And I was like, well, well, I'm glad that there's no fighting in yeah. our group. That's all I'm happy about. Th- this yeah. competition was a different kind of competition or something.
0: Yeah, very different. I mean, with women, it's it's just oh. so different. And and the thing is, I mean, um, what I've seen I work with men and women in, you know separately together and so the, the male energy is so much structured, it's so much systematic. It's it's just it's just a straight line. Mm. You know, it's just obvious, it's a straight line, Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't have curves, it's just kind of like the whole male energy is kind of like a straight line, very Mm. structured and very, like a man is a man, it's like, Mm. but a woman, and it's the Shakti energy, the feminine energy, is just this expansion, and she basically has the need to become and co- you know, connect with that everything energy. So that's why there are a lot of women now in getting interested in meditation, mm-hmm. esoteric world, because it's kind of like, if we don't have it all, we don't get settled. And that's our psychology. It's like for men, because you are more focused and goal oriented, it's mm. like, you want that, and as long as you get that, you're fulfilled. Yeah. For a woman, Mm-hmm. It's kind of like this, I wanted all energy the whole time. Mm-hmm. you know. So that's why, like envy, I didn't meet men envying each other, but nah. I did meet loads of women envying because it's kind of like the energy of, I want it all, like this whole, and and it's okay, you know. <laughs> I think being sincere about it, talking about it, and letting women understand that you want everything, That's okay, that's Mm. because of your own energy. Mm. You don't have to feel guilty about it, you know? Mm. Because when a woman and man talks, a man says, you want too much, you know? You want everything and you want too much. It's kind of like, woman, don't feel feel guilty. Like, you want everything because of that Shakti energy, Mm. because you are the goddess, because you are meant to have it all. And a man isn't like you. He just wants one thing and when he gets it, that's done. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like simple, and this whole energy <laughs> I think understanding what these two energies are about and and uh yeah, and that's the reason why when women fight, they mm. fight about everything and anything, right, because it's like if I don't have it, it's like as a woman, I'm not gonna fulfill when I don't have it, like everything I want, and then when I don't, then it's kind of like this stress energy mm. for men as long as you give a man what he wants like one thing at a time <laughs> preferably, <laughs> it's all done <laughs> so that's why they can, they can settle and calm yeah. down easier it's
1: mm. yeah yeah I mean I think yeah. there's just so much truth to that I mean uh, guys you know you saying on the self development front you know guys like a mission A to yeah. B yeah. And ladies are a bit more like a a big ocean of love and it's all sort of you know fluid and going up and down and and that and, and the guy's at the boat and he just wants to get from one yeah. port one to the other. One point next. to the other. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And um yeah. you know, these
0: And the, and and the ladies are powerful. let's go there and then go go there and then the guy is like I
1: can not yeah. do all of that. And you know, the um uh, you know, I read there's, I think there's a guy called David Dada who wrote a book called uh, The Superi- Way of the Superior Man. And I mean, it's a, a pretty loaded title, right? And when we were setting up this women's and men's group at our work, this lady was really outraged about this because she was telling us all these books that we needed to read. And I was like, yeah, do it. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll read all of them, but there's a lot of reading. And my co colleague said, this is a book you have got to read, and I was like, "Oh my god, here we go!" And they're, they're getting into the big fight, and I said, "Well, I'll try and read both of them." Right? It's not a very good title, but I did read that book, and um, I found it fascinating because, again, you know, it's all about learning, right? It just that's I see. I just you want to learn. I want to learn all the time until I go somewhere else. And that insight, you know, the what you were exactly describing is in that book. Um and then the other thing I found illuminating, I don't know whether you know, you agree or whatever, but a lot of the time men very much um you know, their word is their word. They say what they think. Yeah. Whereas um and a lot of the times, you know, ladies will say, you know, because of that shakti energy yeah, it won't exactly. be so So if a man Direct. tells you that he actually hates you, it's like, Oh my god, he actually does hate you or loves you but Sometimes like a lady that. will, you know, will, uh, you know, say they hate you, but they don't hate you. You know, yeah, you know, but they, you, you know, know, it's kind um, of
0: like they don't even know what they feel <laughs> like most of
1: the time. You know, so you've got that sort of um, balance, and then the other thing is, men love solving problems. This, you know, this A to B yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I come in and tell my male friends this is happening. They're straight in there. They're Solutions are everywhere, and then if you do Uh, that on to you know your lady, i.e., you know, know, I'm married, you know, and that that hit there, it's like I do not want any solutions, I just want someone to listen, you know, (laughs) and you are terrible listeners. And and that, that, (laughs) but that's a fascinating insight, right? Yeah, I mean, because we have it's very difficult as a guy. When I see, yeah. I swim with a lot yeah. of, I swim cold water swimming every morning here in London with a lot of incredible warrior women. I mean, they're just out insanely incredible called the water rats. And, you know, someone has something going on and there's like three of us guys and them and we're straight there with, you know, oh, jeez, listen. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got a solution, you got a solution. <laughs> Yeah uh, do you, is that yeah, part of definitely, your Yeah definitely definitely yeah yeah I think, work?
0: I think I think I um, think yeah that's that's why uh, women are more interested right now getting interested in sister circles okay because that's kind of like a space they can go on talking and uh-huh. you know evolving and it's kind of like I fully connect it's like it it's kind of like men Uh, Because of that, you know, again, Shiva energy, which is also the crown chakra and it's just intellectual and it's kind of like to the point, let me say. I think Mm. men are more to the point and Mm. women are more like over here, like an ocean of energy. Uh, When men speak, it's mostly about problem solving or, you Mm. know, or or something needs to be done or, or, you know, towards some goal. Women speak to speak I think that's the biggest thing. You know? They <laughs> yes. speak just to speak, you know, yeah. just to express. The, like, we must, we must. I think, understand and connect with the feminine energy is something which wants to expand the whole time, like the waves in the ocean. Like, it just doesn't want to stop. It just wants mm. to go on and expand and expand and, mm. you know, express. But for men, it's it's kind of like, I think the story goes like, I mean, if what I say is not going to solve anything or what I say is not going to help us reach that goal, I don't say anything. Yeah. You know, and for a woman, why are you so silent? <laughs> 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 Maybe men should just reply, because I'm a man.
1: Oh, my you know? God. Yes, it's
0: or true. when a man says, you know, talking to a woman says, why are you talking this much? The woman should say, because I'm a woman. Yeah. Know? Why is this whole, you know, about this whole thing? You're just exaggerating it. And the woman should say, because I'm a woman, mm-hmm. I exaggerate things. Mm-hmm. That's my thing.
1: <laughs> I, 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 well, you know, this the is problem getting is recorded. So, this yeah. could be a good idea. This, but it's yeah. true, you know. And yeah. then I was just thinking, you know, and, and, you know, what we're interested in the breathing, like, you know, I was in a, a conflict the other day. And, you know, I resorted to my um, my four, seven, eight breath, you know, and for four hold, for seven, <laughs> half, eight, and then you know, coming yeah, down to like the goal. I went, listen, just listen for God's sake. Don't have any of these solutions. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You know, and listen, listen, listen. And, you know, and then what am I doing? You know, um, uh, yeah, and it got. On, yeah, I think resolve, it's right? as
0: easy as this. I mean, once we understand these and, yeah, two breath workers and two people on their own journey talking about feminine and masculine energy. I think <laughs> this was a great podcast, by the way. I think people will learn a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I think they figure people who are listening to this podcast right now, I think they learned a lot about the feminine and masculine <laughs> energy. Yeah, true. Which is amazing to watch. It's It's like... Yeah, with uh, yeah, support groups, the the whole group, the lady group is very much different than the male groups, for sure. Mm. Mm. And on in the breath world, you know, breath work world. That's why many men are drawn to Wim Hof. Mm. You know, like to the point, goals, goal oriented, brilliant, and like I'm not drawn to Wim Hof. Although I know he's doing something great, mm. it's very so much male, and women are more drawn to like the sacred breathwork and connected breathwork like more feminine meditative breathwork it's also very interesting to watch what's happening in the meditation and breathwork communities as mm.
1: well yeah that's yeah. very true i mean i kind of gotten i mean i must admit wim hof kind of got me interested in yeah you know, form studying uh breathwork properly because um i was i'm uh, a, a awful, awful, terrible surfer. I'd love to have been a good surfer, maybe another life, but I love watching it. Yeah. And all these professional surfers were talking about, um, you know, people getting trapped under the water, so you got to hold your breath. And they were going, oh, yeah, it's cool. You know, he, he's a big hoffer and he's a Wim Hoffer. And, and I was thinking, what are they talking about? Yeah. So I got on the Google. And they I, say and now that they And then it was like, okay. So
0: now, when they talk about Wim Hof, we had a podcast with Michael uh, in Boston. I think he's a big Wim Hof fan, and also he's one of his trainers as well. Mm. So the newest thing is Wimf, calling him Wimf. I loved it. So he's (laughs) Wimf. (laughs) I love it. It's brilliant. Yeah, he's doing some great job. He's such a cool guy. I love watching his videos. And although Mm -hmm. I'm not into doing his thing, I think he's just, Mm. hi, Wim Hof. (laughs) We're Mm. a fan of your work. Mm. Yeah, he's just doing great. Thank you for all this amazing conversation. (laughs) I have (laughs) one last question, as you know, that's (laughs) coming. So the question is, what would you like uh, humanity to understand and to know before you die oh, yeah. what I would you like to see happening I, before, I yeah. know um,
1: <laughs> uh, I, I would, I've always wanted to see humanity just be cooperative mm. you know, just to cooperate and then to you know to look after you know the earth that we stand upon obviously you know and so you know we have an economy which just extracts everything out of it rather than cares for it but to cooperate
0: yeah. It's not
1: that difficult to cooperate, you know.
0: Yeah, And brilliant, if you
1: disagree yeah. with someone to a certain level, just agree to disagree. Don't go and bomb and fight and Yeah. You know, yeah. Agree
0: to disagree and yeah. cooperate.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that would be mine.
0: Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Let's get hand in hand. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I can fully connect with that. Let's cooperate and yeah. agree to disagree and understand that we're just different, and it's okay. Mm. We're all different, all unique, and that's okay. Let's agree that we're different. Let's agree that we can disagree and mm. cooperate. I love it. Thank mm. you. And then we breathe. <laughs> yeah, and get let's breathe it. together too. To to when we can't and when we disagree. Instead of fighting, it, yeah. let's breathe. Yeah,
1: it works yeah it, it works, works. <laughs> i think
0: i think if if everyone on this planet became more breath aware more you know soul full and breath aware we mm. wouldn't we wouldn't have half of the problems we mm. have today
1: mm. yeah. well thanks to you you know you're Thank you're you. bringing breath hub yeah very dedicated world, yeah hopefully for a lot longer yeah. than um yeah I have at the moment, so yeah, yeah, awesome.
0: Thank you so much. It was very nice. Thanks for listening, watching. See you in the next episode.